Ben Silverio. And I'm Ansel Birch. And it's time to party! Today's episode was recorded on October 27th, 2022 in Chicago, Illinois. We are not doctors. We don't give medical advice. Please drink responsibly. Hello and thank you for listening to our bonus blooper episode for Meet Cute. This is all the bloopers, weird stuff, digressions, and confusions that happened during our recording session for Meet Cute. I hope you enjoy it. Make sure you're subscribed on the podcatcher of your choice because next month we're watching Free Jack with Jenna Dalgetty. But yes, uh, thank you for joining us for another episode of Time to Party. Uh, keep on partying. Uh, <laughs> that's so awkward. That's probably not gonna be. That's probably gonna not get cut and still be in there and be like, "Hey, look at them be awkward." <laughs> 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 uh, I usually save those ones for the fourth episode as sure. like the kickoff. <laughs> How are we getting so deep when we're about to talk about a Pete Davidson movie? It's <laughs> a good question. Mm. I will admit that uh, I need to refresh myself on why we're mad at Pete Davidson. Oh, I've just never liked Pete Davidson. I mean, sure, there's that. <clears throat> but, like, uh, there's a reason we're mad at him specifically right now, like, right? Like, culturally? Yeah. He did a thing or pissed somebody off. or He probably pissed off one of the Kardashians. Yeah. Right? Because he was dating Kim for a while? He was. Da- that's right. Another person I don't care much about. <laughs> okay. I, at the very least, have some respect for Kim uh, because she uses her platform uh, for positive things in addition to the reality TV side of shit, right? Like, she has a podcast, I think, that's, like, trying to uh, dig deeper into this case of this dude who was unjustly imprisoned. Yeah, yeah. Um, she picked up on that that whole like unjust imprisonment thing, and that's and that's good. That's good. She's also like studying to be a paralegal or some shit, like to aid with that. Or I don't know. Yeah, but also like, can you blame her for using her platform of a reality show to grow an actual business empire? Not no, like. It makes a lot of sense. She just saw uh, where the the climate was going mm-hmm. and just jumped on it. Like, can't really fault her for that. I mean, her the rest of her family might uh, uh, <laughs> might not be as industrious since they just jumped on her coattails, but you know. To a degree, I have a respect for the Kardashians. I'm not mad at the Kardashians for anything. Just, you know, I, I don't find them particularly interesting in their primary things that they put out. Sure, I don't, like, I'm not their audience. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Uh, that, that's a much better way to put it. I am not their audience. <laughs> right. But yeah, no, like, I'm, I don't find them as, like, infuriating as some folks sure. seem to. Um, because, I mean, Pete Davidson exists. Sure. I so, mean, Pete. Da- I mean, Ezra Ke- Miller. Kevin exists. Spacey exists. Oh, actual bad people. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I right? guess like, Ezra Miller kind of is a bad person now. Yes, but we now know that Ezra Miller. Because yes. as far as I person. know, Pete Davidson isn't necessarily a bad person. I he's just not for me. 
apparently we are mad at him. He told a joke about the Catholic Church in New York being like R. Kelly, but okay. one of them has better music. Uh, oh and this God. was like right after they did a big settlement for pedophilia amongst priests. Uh -huh. So like, okay, I get that. Sure. Uh, and then I, he made a joke about a congressman with an eye patch looking like a hitman in a porno. Okay. And I guess the follow-up is the problem, because then he was like, yeah, I guess he lost it in a war or whatever. And yeah, he did. He was in, he, he fought in service of the uh -huh. country and lost an eye. And like, okay. So on so, the scale... So this is it. This is what we're mad at him for. <laughs> so on the scale, essentially... He's just doing normal comic shit. Yeah, normal comic shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, not actually a bad person. No, but, yeah. You know. There's Especially when the conversation includes R. Kelly. Yeah, sure. like, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're, I get that. We're doing okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he, we just don't like him because he's kind of a bad comedian. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I can come up with. It's like, I okay, mean, those are off color, but you like, know. he's a comedian. That's Sure. That's to uh, be expected. He has a very punchable face. Just putting that out there. Very punchable face. Uh, not that I condone violence, but... I mean, he also, like, leans in on that. Like, that's sure. his whole gig, is being, like, self-deprecating. Sure. Kind of shitty. Yeah. He's just, like... Uh, instead of being, like, self-deprecating and, like, emo and endearing... He's self-deprecating and broy and a douchebag. Yeah, douchey about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so if this bit makes it into the pod, uh, you let us know uh, why we're mad at Pete Davidson. <laughs> can, maybe that should be our new uh, approach to problematic people in movies. Why are like, we mad at these people? T tweet at us. Why are we? Why are we mad at so and so? <laughs> I mean, like some things. Like obviously, we know why we're mad at Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Like, that's a thing that anyone involved in entertainment would, like, know, right? But just, like, for smaller things, like, why we don't like Pete Davidson. Why someone doesn't like... I don't know why this is the first person that came to mind, but uh, The Miz, you know? Uh, I don't even know who The Miz is. So, The Miz is a former WWE champion. Ah, okay. Uh, but guess that. he started his career in entertainment uh -huh. uh, on The Real World. Okay. And he's one of the most successful alumni from that show. Uh, right up there with, like, Jamie Chung, you know? Like, they they have lasting power okay. in Hollywood, you know? Um, and in entertainment in general. Because, like, Jamie Chung is still getting booked in movies. Like, sure, she did that uh, Chun-Li movie. But, like, she's done a lot of other stuff, too. Sure. Uh, but The Miz has been gone or he's gone from being ostracized and having to dress in the hallway at wrestling shows to being one of the most consistent performers over the past decade because like he never gets injured he always does media he's a company guy you know um and he's a great villain okay like he's very good at what he does and generally he's not viewed as a shitty person like outside of the ring uh also he has a new reality show um, called Miz and Mrs. that follows him and his family. <laughs> his wife okay, is also cute. a wrestler. Yeah, it's it's very cute because they have two very young daughters, and he's very much a wife guy. Uh, and we love a wife guy. Hey, did you know? 
solid solid thing to be exactly better than being pete davidson i mean i'm just gonna keep going back to that since we're talking about the davidson movie right okay dumb fact okay so i worked at the museum of science and industry for a while and one of the things that I got to do was a presentation from the guy who runs the Moldoramas. Oh, cool. And I think you've talked about this previously with somebody else. Didn't I hear Aaron you on? Them. Okay. It, yes. it might have been with Aaron. Might have been with Aaron. Um, so the, the Moldorama guy came to the museum. He is the Moldorama guy. Right. Because there is there are only the Moldoramas that exist now. Sure. And he runs them. So he was talking about how interesting it is that every time they change the the color of the like wax plastic stuff, collectors show up and try to get the ones that are like in between because the color will be slightly different. Yes. Or if you change from like red to green, you'll get some that are like marbled or half red, half green oh, yeah. or, you know, some weird shade in between some brown uh, and and they go for like ridiculous amounts on right. eBay. So you knew this. I mean, I understand it. Oh, okay. like I get it. I just the idea of a, a two dollar pressed wax plastic thing, oh, yeah. uh, becoming valuable is uh, confusing. I currently have a Funko Pop that is valued at. I'm gonna bring up the exact amount. Well, that's different though, because Funko Pops are like designed to be a collector item, right? Whereas Moldoramas are designed to be cheap and easily forgotten about. Like, they're not intended to be the best thing you pick up at the zoo. Moldoramas have come to have significant personal meaning, I think. I suppose, you know, like yeah. Souvenirs from a trip can be expensive, right? And like, sure. You know, so for something to be like that cheap and meant for anybody. But those things that people like, I guess always turn into yeah i mean behind you there's mighty Morphin power rangers zords right and like those are the og ones like from when we were kids and like now uh i mean price fluctuates all the time but they've remade those exact uh zords uh into like nicer and like more heavy duty and more durable and like they're great now, but people want the original ones. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the ones you wanted as a kid. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe the Moldoramas have uh, a similar vibe. You know, that makes sense. But, like, it, you know, when you when you went to the zoo as a kid, you always wanted to get the Moldorama, yeah. and that was that was the one thing you could get. So now you collect them. It's like I why get do that. people collect bottle caps? You know, that's true. That is a thing that is intended to be disposable. And... Yeah, stamps. Mm-hmm. You know, I still have. Uh, the first Elvis stamp in a little tiny frame in my parents' house. That's cool. That's cool. But now I have like a, a Funko Pop that's worth four hundred dollars. And <laughs> by the way, did you see a four hundred? That's how much. Okay, that's how much it is. Nice. Did you see the the meme about Lizzo playing the Dragon Dagger and summoning? Hilarious. The... So good. So funny. <laughs> uh, I thought of you. Let people play instruments. Like, what's the big deal? Especially a crystal instrument. Like, sure. there is nothing about a crystal flute that you can damage by playing it. Right. Like, if it were a wooden flute from the 1700s, yeah. sure, sure. Then That's one thing. Yeah, moisture in there is going to be a problem if you haven't been playing it. If you have been playing it, keep playing it. Yeah. Like, think Stradivarius violins from, like, the 1600s. 
if you don't play them, they go, they, they start to break. So if you don't use it, you lose it. Exactly. Mm. But a crystal flute, not the kid, not no. the case. Not unless she has crystal teeth. Even then, like you don't chew the flute. <laughs> You know. I don't know how you're playing the, f- the flute, but <laughs> maybe I'm doing it wrong. Maybe you're doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the beauty of a flute. Is like the only contact your body has with the instrument is the front of your bottom lip and your fingers. Ah, because like uh, it's not even like a, a clarinet or a or a sax where you have to like put it in your mouth. Right. You just blow across the top of the flute. Ah, uh, that style anyway. Sure. Um. I doubt it. I dated a flautist in high school. Um, Ooh. Uh, not like that gave me any extra knowledge on the flute. I sat next to flutes as well. I was in band. That's, that's the real thing I should have said. Um, Who decided that flute players were called flautists? flautists. Probably the French. Ah. But I don't know. That's a good question. Oh, my God. I saw a, an Instagram reel the other day asking how to say certain things in French. And essentially, <laughs> every word that they asked or phrase that they asked sounded like the word violet. Oh, So yeah? they made an entire sentence using all of those words. And I was just like, what the fuck? I, I love how many of those are going around. Uh, there's a bunch of... Um, like, I, I saw one for Chinese, and I saw one for Polish? Oh, there there's... Um, there's one in Tagalog where you can make I, f- I forgot how long the sentence is, but basically it's it's all just using the the syllable the syllable ba. So Oh, okay. So it's like ba 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 is a sentence. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yes. <laughs> okay, flautist comes from the Italian flautista from flauto meaning flute. Can't blame the French on this one. Close. 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 <laughs> Anyhow, we still haven't started. <laughs> we still haven't started the show. Yep. Did uh, it? I thought it was November. October fifteenth, I believe, is from the second oh, movie. Yeah. Uh, no, Fl- Flux Capacitor Day. I thought that was November. Oh my god, we're supposed to be the experts of this. I posted about it last year because I believe the date that they go to twenty fifteen is in October. A red letter day in science. October twenty first, twenty fifteen. Is uh, it's where they go. November fifth, nineteen fifty-five. Sure, that's from the first movie. Okay, from I, the that's second the one movie. I was thinking of. I was thinking of the November one. Yeah, I believe they um, meaning Back to the Future fans celebrate the October one as Back to the Future Day. Oh, interesting. Because November fifth is the one he celebrates in the movie. November fifth is when he uh, when he di- discovered discovered the fl- yeah yeah. So that's already a day in history. <laughs> okay, so it's so there's there's that day, and then there's also Back to the Future Day. Right. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Because I remember in 2015, people went fucking nuts. The USA Today issue was a reprint of the the newspaper from Back to the Future 2. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's so I good. I could not get my hands on oh. one. I was so pissed. I actually had to look for newspaper stands to try to get one. They were like, we've been sold out all day. <laughs> no doubt they were all confused. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, the day time travel was invented. Uh, yeah, and I guess in a way, uh, our anniversary. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. Because without that day, 
There would be no time to party. Didn't we have our first meeting roundabout there? When we were first planning season one? I feel like that was like October, November. We were definitely bundled up wearing hats. We were, yeah. But in Chicago, that could be, you and, know. And we met at Dark Matter. We did, and there was a time machine there. A yeah, DeLorean. a TARDIS. Yeah, there was a or tar- TARDIS. DeLorean. There could have been a TARDIS. I there don't know. There probably was. Actually, <laughs> no. There's not enough easily digestible cinema anymore. Mm-hmm. Everything has to be fucking Christopher Nolan's dick length, you know? <laughs> like... You brought up doing Interstellar for this episode. I, I did. did not want to watch it again because it's just it's so you have long. to schedule that shit. Yeah, it's true. You know, like you have to plan a month in advance to to rewatch Interstellar <laughs> or any of Christopher Nolan's movies. I thought about uh, so Stella is doing a rewatch of all the Batman movies. Oh, cool! And I thought about doing the same thing, and then I'm just like, then I have to watch the Christopher Nolan ones. Which I are... liked those. Well, I liked the first one a lot. I liked the first one. I liked the For second sure. one okay, and the third one was fine. The, the third one. Um, <laughs> but, the... like, there used to be a ton of movies, especially comedies, uh, that were very easily digestible. They would be 90 minutes, mm-hmm. they would show off a new comedian, and then maybe that comedian would go off and make 16 other movies. And then you'd be sick of them for a while. Yeah. And then they'd come back a decade later. You're just talking about M. Sandler, aren't you? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I was. Th- <laughs> That's a much better example than who I had in mind. Oh, who were you thinking? John of? Leguizamo. Oh yeah, sure. But John sure, Leguizamo sure. has always done good movies, right? Like mm-hmm. your example of Adam Sandler is much better fit for this. <laughs> Adam Sandler or or Mike Myers? Sure. Oh man, Mike Myers was the king of a 90-minute movie that Absolutely. was just an SNL sketch stretched out to yes. its breaking point. But people like Steve Martin, Martin Short, uh Eddie Murphy, oh, Dan yeah. Aykroyd, uh all of these like icons of comedy now thrived because of that system, you know? Yeah. John Candy, Chris Farley, like Rodney Dangerfield Dangerfield even, you know, like mm-hmm. the, all of these great comedians had chances to like shine because of movies like that and i kind of miss that you know i wonder if what if that was something about the studio system in the like 70s through the 90s that has changed yeah because you can't just be funny anymore you know you have to be marketable you have to be marketable you have to have recognizable ip exactly you have to have have crossover appeal like um look how long it took for a Filipino family to be showcased in a major Hollywood studios production. Uh, it took Joe Coy grinding for all of these years <laughs> to finally get a movie produced by Steven Spielberg. You know, uh, Gabriel yeah. Iglesias, who I first saw on All That. Oh, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah very yeah. later seasons of All That. Sold out Dodger Stadium for a comedy show. Like... Finally, there are large strides in comedy, but like not enough in Hollywood anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like does Fluffy have a movie now because of that sellout? No, but like it's still a great achievement. You know, sure. and hopefully it leads to a movie. He had a TV show on Netflix for a little while. That was fun. He did. I don't know if he would want to do a movie. Like has um, he has he signaled for that? He has dipped his toes into filmmaking. Uh, very gingerly okay uh like he was in magic mike he played the dj 
Uh, and he said he had a lot of fun That's doing that. That's what I that. get for not having seen that movie. The first one is very good. I, so I hear. The second one is like a road trip comedy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, Fluffy's in more of it. Not what I would have but, predicted, but okay. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Obviously, I watch those movies because uh, Big Sexy Kevin Nash is in them. Former WWE champion, Kevin Nash. <laughs> there are still marquees and marquesses. Is that what the female equivalent of a marquee is? It is not. Oh. Okay, so fun, dumb fact. Okay. So marquee, right? Yes. The title is a French word. Marquis de Lafayette. Exactly. Uh, and so when the Brits decided that they were had had enough with France on yet another occasion... They decided that they were also then not going to pronounce French words in the French fashion anymore. And so Marquis became Marquess at some point in like the pre-Tudor period, I want to say. Is this the ancient uh, English equivalent to freedom fries? Yes. Wow. Yes. (laughs) So, for example, in, uh, in Wales, there is the Marquess of Anglesey's Column which is a, a just a big column with a statue of the Marquess of Anglesey on the top of it. Because <laughs> let me tell you, motherfuckers love a column. They do. Uh, anywhere. Anywhere. Like, not really any rhyme or reason to have a column mm-hmm. someplace. Like, the middle of a square. Man, middle of a square, that's prime place for a column. Sure, but like... Middle of a sheep pasture in Anglesey, I would say, is... <laughs> That's a that's a weird one. That's that's an odd choice. Because oh, I was just wandering through a sheep and field, found and I was like, "The fuck is this?" Just a looming figure. Just a just a big white column. That's. I'm uh, sure it was like the highest point in the island or some shit. Somebody's coming. We're, we're doing before. sampling now. Maybe I'll cut it in. <laughs> oh, we could do that now. I mean, that's a thing. I have the technology until we can build it until we get a cease and desist. I think we're okay. Yes, <laughs> splice that in. <laughs> splice that shit. Can I just start saying shit more often now that you can just like splice stuff? I in? suppose. I suppose. <laughs> Did you just create a lot more work for yourself? I might have done. We'll see. We'll, we'll see like how many fuck. times I how many times I live up to the to the uh, the pimping. <laughs> Yo, but anytime we bring up the holiday, it deserves a splice. That's true. That's true. Oh, God. Um, but, but yeah, so it is interesting how much these properties are all intermeshed at this point. I mean, yeah, because there's a lot of crossover now in behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, James Gunn is the prime example because he he was the spearhead for Guardians of the Galaxy. And now he's the savior of the Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. Because David Ayer can suck a dick. Uh, (laughs) Oh, you're too good for superhero movies, David Ayer? Whatever, bro. (laughs) I think superhero movies might be too good for you, David Ayer. Absolutely. Like, oh, trying to get all deep and shit about Jared Leto's Joker. Oh, my God. I... Incidentally, we were talking a few months ago about a Metaverse movie with all the Harley's Quinn. And now that Lady Gaga is going to be one as well. like Well, if uh, DC inevitably does Crisis, it could happen. It could happen. But then, essentially, they'd just be following what Marvel did again. 
look, when Marvel does all the good ideas, <laughs> yeah, it's a shame you didn't get to them. And it's too bad that your movies were such terrible quality for such a long time that you're playing catch up. But you should still do the good idea, DC. Sure. Do just it. Just do it just, well. Just do it and do it well. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't suck at it. If you want to feel bad about feeling bad, White Castle. That's the way to do it. <laughs> I think it says it on the Crave case, doesn't it? <laughs> Small well, asterisk. You, you open somewhere. it up. Because, <laughs> I mean, I don't, they don't specify. And I'm not. You're not enough of a, a, a exactly. I don't. Of... I don't know enough about the the locations in New York to know which bridge that was exactly, but it could be one of the bridges that goes to New Jersey. And how many fucking love stories take place in New Jersey? Garden State. Okay, there's always an exception to the rule, but I, mean, I I think Garden State is intended to be the exception to the New Jersey rule. But like uh, in uh, all places, I give people a lot of shit for setting all of these love stories in New York and making New York the most romantic city in the world and blah blah. Fuck New York. Sh- beautiful shit happens in other places too. Like two hours south of Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys got uh, Eye of the Tiger and probably another thing. Probably another thing. I can't think of any <laughs> off the top of my head. I was all ready to have examples, and that was all I had. It was Rocky. <laughs> You can find us on the internet. I'm at bsilverio20 on Instagram and Twitter. I am at Indecisionist on Twitter and at The Indecisionist on Instagram. Special thanks to April Moralba for our podcast art and to Marlon Longin of Marlon and the Shakes for our amazing theme song. This has been an Indecisionist production. You can use the hashtag time to party. That's time the number two party. As well as hashtag time the number two party all spelled out. 